Elino savrahate lita brahanda. Mina sharata kora mate fedi. O Heavenly Father, You are holy. You are worthy. Blessed is your holy name forever. I thank you for the privilege to approach that blessed throne of grace to find grace and obtain mercy for help in time of need. To be accepted, given an audience with God. What an honor, what a privilege. I have never heard of men answering prayers before. Because that is the duty of God. To answer prayers. And we thank you that we can pray and supplicate and make requests and have them answered. Ha Ha Salin Goprahana Savadia Salem Brahotasani Krahanda Sahitra Dila. Indo Saprana Scaniro Namasa Tialakura Made Shefreno Sanamanda Sahira on the Kalia Matare Musetele Kidra Hades and Amashka Kindom Barasafina Zatialakunda and feina satrahana saifeli garonda klita. Imbro salada. Shalanda skora badiata kronda. Livara nanono sete kahile monosoda. Shamadada kuriada badaya. As the deep panteth after the water brooks. So panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come up and appear before God? My teas have been my meat day and night. While they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. With the voice of joy and praise. With the multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O oh my God, my soul, my soul panteth after thee. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Enio karana sofrenina esila tani arona fenege. Oh, send out thy light and thy truth and let them lead me. Let them bring me upon thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Then I will go unto the altar of my God, unto God my exceeding joy.
Yea, upon the harp I will praise thee, O God, my God. For in you I hope, and I shall praise you, the lifter of my countenance. Skirabase, skirabasurabadia sadai, sharana konta paradiva sando rebedia. Alia tu rebedidiki la faradaya, enta taku le bebehese vala, kimante surada vavabalinas, elvite tenegoko batanaisa, santa kita kunde berebe santa firahanda. Ah, Holy Spirit of God. Enrapture us in the presence of the Lord Most High. Rimantash Kavalia, Celebrado Sehilahanda, Engelelina, and Faram the Sorata Baligasanda, Alekure Bede Balifesande Galotrihila. Falikira soronda palikranda sahila fekne eknai litli tikni nipre etu duvena Hoshalhai kofomai Estraile mekte itne Edvanamando He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. Ah, Kasuvaradea, cast your shadows upon us. Alovarima levari labarabada vadia, sevene megelege divamanas yalado rebediva, Sanamadia ragaduve meticaida barabadai vala sonda. Kenoze kenela kuna bebetina asa valiata dora. Karada badabadoza cavalia santo rebedila. Alleluia, 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 manta cavalia. Shevelelele cam du usaida berupta avanda. Scop the manivana and so rebedeb the gidavan zebra adabon shahida. Igavana nananakaria pato revedia. Oh, bless you, bless you. Faliatrenos. Sheveni, seveni, zarani, skeveni, zarani, fisana. Etenero cume divinia. I behold you. I behold you. You are holy. Shanda Gabradia. Salatrons elefrede gasuda baras under kila. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless your holy name forever. Now, consider us as we meditate on your word. Consider us as we ponder on the truth of your word. Open up the book to us and guide us and lead us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good evening. How do you do? Would appreciate it if you switched on your video feeds, please. Hallelujah. Please switch on your video feeds, please. Praise God. Good evening. 
how are you? I trust you all well. If you would please turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1, please. I, I hope and I trust you enjoyed your, rather maybe not enjoyed, but you had a great first day of our fast. Amen. You would notice that I <clears throat> uploaded um, a recording that uh, we will continue to do every day, weekday, at 2 o'clock. So if you would <clears throat> like to pray and meditate together on the Word of God with me, you are more than welcome. So I will upload uh, those sessions uh, daily at 2 in the afternoon. Praise God. You know, I realize many, many of God's children don't know how to spend time with God. They don't know how to commune with uh, God. And so sometimes their prayers and their time in God's presence is rushed. And you need to realize that God is a person. He's not a machine. He's not a robot. He's a person with emotions and when or if you want to learn how to commune effectively with God you need to learn the serenity of fellowship you need to learn how to move into God's presence with the peace and the tranquility that His presence provides. You know, sometimes we are so restless when we pray. And many times, hinder God speaking to us. One thing you learn about God is... He is not fast. The scriptures tell us he is not quick. And the scripture also tell us not to be quick to speak, right? But to be quick to hear. And it's, it, it's that same attitude that we take into the presence of God, not to be quick to speak even when we speak to really contemplate and think on what we are saying and not just speak haphazardly. Because the presence of God is not in the noise, not in the shout. Elijah of all people knew that. The storm passed, the fire blew, the wind came. And God was not in it. Many times that's where we think we find God, right? In the commotion. No, he was in the still, small voice. And sometimes when you come before his presence, you look for that still small voice. And that requires you to also learn how to be still in waiting. The scripture says, be still and know, be still. That's where, that's where the knowledge of God comes from, in stillness. In stillness, be still and know. When, when you find 
yourself restless. When you find yourself uneasy, the presence of God eludes you. So just be still and know and know. You'll only know that He's God when you're still. When you can learn to shut out all the noise in your life, all the noise around you and the knowledge, the awareness of who He is will rise to your consciousness. So these sessions that I upload, one is, is to help you and train you on how to spend time with God, how to fellowship with Him, how to use meditation to lift your soul into His presence. I hear some people when they meditate, they go like deep, call out to deep with the noise of the water sports, all the waves and all the abilities are gone over me. And by the time you finish the second sentence, you forgot what you said in the first sentence. But you contemplate, you think through. That's what to meditate means. Right? And that's why the scripture says, be still upon your bed and meditate. And one of the reasons why I appreciate music, you know, many people ask me, why do you use, utilize music in most of your teachings and preachings? It is, it is because there is an, enhance, an, an, an enhancement of the awareness of God's presence. You know, the scriptures, the scripture says in, um, I think it's Psalm 49, he said, my mouth shall speak of wisdom and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will incline mine ear to a parable and in verse 4, the second part, he says, I will open my dark sayings upon the harp. He says, you will open his dark saying upon the harp. So many times you find that the revelations of God are hidden. And sometimes when you listen to music, it's almost like the breaking of an eggshell. Like what the prophet said, bring me a ministrel. Bring me a ministrel. Why? To open up revelation. To open up the dark things of God. And you, you, you don't listen apposedly. You allow, and, and that's why it matters the kind of music. You allow the music to elevate your consciousness and awareness. So you use it to navigate your way in consciousness into the presence of God. So it acts almost as a beacon to cause you to travel into God's presence. What value you ask is there in being in the presence of God? Oh, my brother and sister, priceless value. And I would sometimes that you alone, because sometimes we know God's presence by uh, our participation in, in congregational worship. Many times that's when most of you sense or have a greater awareness of God's presence. Whereas the depth of that presence you learn in the secret chambers. And I would that you would cultivate the desire to find God's presence. Because it's only when you find God's presence that your, 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 your mind, your consciousness is open to life, open to reality. Hallelujah. In thy presence, there is fullness of joy. Don't sit like you are sleeping there. Sit up straight. Sit up straight. You know, watching a movie here, 
Genesis chapter 1, please. Don't watch me lying on your bed. Don't, 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 don't play such games. Genesis chapter 1. And I said that we will be fasting for healing and total deliverance and clarity of purpose. And I, I think some of you may um, not really understand what I mean by clarity of purpose. And I think I would use this time to help you. And don't switch off now your video feed because I caught you. Play games with me. And I think some of you are not um, maybe understanding what I mean by asking and praying to God for clarity of purpose. There can be no creation, either of good or of bad. Nothing is created without purpose. Purpose is the force, the foundation behind any and all creation. The life you will leave or not leave is a direct consequence of your understanding or ignorance of your purpose. Purpose, my brothers and my sisters, is vital. You know, no man develops or has confidence for life who has not the clearest of understanding of their purpose. But it is difficult to have purpose if one has no understanding or grasp of their identity. You cannot understand your purpose in its entirety if you do not have a sense of identity. And the Holy Spirit is concerned. He's concerned by the many lives of his people that are lived out without purpose. Be honest with me. I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to ask you two questions. How many of you are living today the life in all aspects that you've desired, always desired? Right now, how many of you are working in a job or in a career that you've always desired, that the job you are working in right now was your first choice. It is the, the, the job that you intended to work. How many of you? Lastly, how many of you are working how many, how many of you are not working? You, you don't have a job. You don't have a trade. You don't have a business. Why? Why don't you have a trade? 
Why don't you have a job? What are you doing with your life? What is going on? Now all these questions that I asked you can be bottled down to the fact that you lack purpose. If you had purpose, you'd not be jobless, you'd not be unemployed. If you had purpose, if you had purpose, the job you are working at now would be the job that you intended to do because purpose is intention, which means many of us, we live without intention. There is no intention behind our function. There's no intention behind our lives. How old are you? How old are you? And over the last two years, three years, five years, six years, 10 years, what have you been doing with your life? What is your excuse for where you are right now? It is the lack of intention. It is the lack of the understanding of purpose. And the causation of that is the lack of identity. We lose confidence to the degree of our own understanding of our identity. In other words, if you do not know who you are, you cannot be confident enough to take risks, to believe and charge forward into new frontiers in your life. And that is the problem that many people, many of God's children are struggling with. I ask you a basic question. If you are unemployed, why? It has nothing to do, listen, it has nothing to do of outside conditions. This is an internal problem. It's an internal question. And many times because we lack the boldness to confront these internal issues. You know what becomes of us? We become comfortable with where we are. We become comfortable with that job that is not the job of our choosing, but the job that our circumstances chose for us. The tra career trajectory that our situation and circumstances chose for us. Why? We lack purpose. And because we have no purpose, we have no discipline, we have no drive, we have no motivation, we have no inspiration, so we settle. You settle for a husband, for a wife that you did not intend out to be with. You settle for a job or joblessness or a situation that you did not tend or intend to be in in the first place. Why? Ask yourself, have you asked yourself, why? 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 Being unemployed is close to being homeless. The, 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 it is a different circumstance, but the root is the same. When we lack identity, the clarity of purpose becomes a blind sight. I ask you, where you are right now, the house you live in, the job you work, whether you work or not, is it, and would you choose that for yourself? Think about it. Would you, if, if you had, if you had the ability to change it, would you choose where you are for yourself? Will you choose the circumstance, the situation, the predicament where you are for yourself? If you wouldn't choose it, then why are you in it? 
If you wouldn't choose it, then why are you in it? Purpose. Purpose. A man with no purpose will say yes to everything and say no to nothing. Purpose. Without purpose, the meaning of life becomes an illusion. Without purpose, the value of life. Do you value yourself? Many of you will say yes. If you value yourself, then why? Are you in relationships you did not intend to? Why are you in jobs you did not intend to? Why is your life not a reflection of your desires? Why then is your life a reflection of your pain, your struggles, your suffering? It is purpose. It is purpose. So the confidence to face life, to confront the challenges of life and to overcome the challenges of life is diminished because we don't know who we are. You don't know that person that you're living with every single, you don't know because that is not the person that your younger self would have chosen to be. That is not the person that your younger self would have chosen to be. You would have chosen to be wealthy, affluent, healthy, rich, successful, driven. But are you all those things? Are you all those things? And why? Why? Purpose. Behind everything God has ever done, there was a purpose. Even your own creation. There is a purpose behind your existence. There is a purpose why you are alive today. There is a purpose. And it's not until you understand your identity that that purpose will begin to blossom, will begin to show up. And after purpose, my brothers and my sisters, will come the most important thing that makes you who you are, discipline. Without a vision, the people are ill-disciplined. It is purpose that makes you discipline. It is purpose. Without purpose, you can't be disciplined. And without discipline, you are nothing. You are nobody. You are an animal. Jesus said, for this purpose, I have come. Oh, what a man. He says, for this purpose, a man who knew what his purpose was. He did not fall to the opinions of men, nor did he allow the elements to detain and distract him from accomplishing what he was born to do. God wants you to develop a strong sense of purpose about your life because you are available you are valuable you are important and the kind of life you are living now is not reflective of your importance if you took yourself serious if you valued yourself enough there would be nothing too good for you. No job, no job you cannot feel, no business you cannot create. Why are you not businessmen and women? Why do you think it's something for others? It is purpose that is missing from your life. It is purpose. The loneliness you feel is not the loneliness for a husband, a loneliness for a wife. No, it is the loneliness because you there's a void, an emptiness because of the lack of purpose. Child of God, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? What is the intention behind your life? What is the reason behind your life? Why are you alive? 
Are you alive to be a pauper, to be like a beggar? and to be at the mercy of the elements of this world, to be at the mercy of the circumstances and situation that come and overwhelm you? No! No! Let me show you what God purposed when he created you. Genesis chapter 12, I mean chapter 1. And God said, verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image. That is your identity. Your identity as a species called man is that you are fashioned, you are created according to the blueprint of God's DNA. Which means there is nothing in this world that you cannot surmount. There is nothing in this life that you cannot overcome. There is nothing in this world that you cannot be victorious over. You are made in the image of God. That is your identity. You are not an animal. You are not helpless like the beasts out in the forest. No! The material of your creation is in accordance to God's own DNA. Let us make man. Let us make man in our image. Question, are you a man or are you an animal? If you are an animal then you have every right to justify the reason why you are be living be below the standards that God has set. But if you are a man and not an animal, you have no reason. There are no excuses for why you are a failure or your life may resemble a failure. Because he is a failure. He that is he that has defaulted to a life that they have not chosen. He is a failure. Why must you fight for your destiny? Why must you fight for your future? Why must you fight for your life? It is because of the burden of God's DNA within you. You are made in the image of God. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness, in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion. Dominion comes after the image. Dominion comes after the likeness, which means the purpose for which God had created man was dominion. But unless he images the design of his creator, there is no way he will live up to that standard. Is your life resembling of one who has dominion over the element? when you have to relegate your desires for what the circumstances offer you. Men who have charged ahead in life, men who have conquered, men who have left landmarks and footprints upon the sands of time, a man, my brothers and sisters, who refuse to take what circumstances gave them, what their situations gave them and said, no, I will not have it so. But I'll have what I know is rightfully mine. For you are an heir of dominion. That is what the scriptures is telling you. You are an heir of dominion. You are born to rule, born to conquer. Why would God make you in his image? Because he knew that the environment that you will be placed in would be a vicious one, would be an unforgiving one and an unrelenting one. Life does not smile with the man who will give up at the first sight of trouble. Where is purpose? Where is 
your intention for living. You wake up every single day. You go to a job you did not design. You wake up to unemployment you do not desire. The problem is nothing but your lack of purpose. Your lack of purpose. Yet God did not create you purposeless. In you, listen to me, my brother, listen to me, my sister, in you, in you, is purpose waiting to erupt. In you, inside you, is purpose waiting to erupt. The lack of the feeling, of the sense of fulfillment, the frustration within you. There is an alarm to tell you, wake up to purpose. Wake up to purpose. It is impossible to achieve anything without purpose. It is impossible to overcome anything without purpose. Purpose is what makes you say no to a life of sin and debauchery. That is purpose. Purpose is what makes you say no to clubbing, to the nightlife. That is purpose. That is purpose. Purpose is what makes you say no to poverty. What makes you say no to disease? That is purpose. You know, when I was growing up, my dad would always, always, when I would ask for some things, and sometimes I would be asking because I saw my friends headed. So I didn't know, because I was young, my father's financial situation. So I'd see my friends with these new pair of shoes or this new gadget and I'd go to my father and I say dad please buy me this please get me this and my father would say yes I'll buy you son I'll get you and that's all he'll say he'd never say no he'd say yes I'll buy you son and weeks would pass and I said dad buy me this he says yes son I'll buy you I said dad but you promised he said yes I'll buy you and months would pass And years would pass. And after some time of asking, I realized that some of the things that I was asking my father were excessive for him. And then when that dawned on me, I said to myself, when I grow up, I will never make myself promises I will not fulfill. I will never. Because the, the void, the pain, the frustration it gave me, it made me feel helpless. And I said to myself, when I grow up, I will never make a promise to myself that I will not keep. And years have come and gone and I've lived by that rule. And I said to myself, I will never come to the point where I cannot do for myself. I will say no to poverty. And since the dawn of that realization within me, it has become my purpose in life because I grew up with poverty. I grew up knowing or wanting and not having 
desiring not being able to attain. And I knew that it was on me. I did not blame those that are responsible for me. I did not blame anybody. The responsibility was on me. I had a mind like them. I had hands like them. I had eyes like them. What I needed was the wheel. What I needed was the purpose. The intention. And I've been fighting my whole life for that purpose to be brought to an end. When God called me into the ministry and he told me, this is what I want you to do. God had given me a purpose. I had purposes of my own, but when God encountered me and he gave me a purpose, I said, if you will keep me all the days of my life, I will leave out my days for this purpose. Why am I the way I am? Why do I think the way I think? Why do I work the way I work? Why do I move and conduct my life the way I conduct my life? There is purpose behind it. There is purpose behind it. Which means when your life is navigated by purpose, you don't just make any choice. No man will choose for me. No circumstance will choose for me. The choices that a man must make are choices that are consistent with the purposes that God has set out for him or the purposes that he has set out for himself. Why do you give up? It's a lack of purpose. Why do you default to, to making decisions and choices that you would not have made otherwise? It's a lack of purpose. My brothers, my sisters, purpose, divine intentionality is paramount to your survival on earth. It is, it is paramount. Let's say you did not have a wife. Let's say you did not have a husband. What is your purpose? Who are you? Who are you waiting for to give you your life's purpose? The truth of the matter is, if you don't have a business or you are not involved in a trade, in a career, the drive or the lack thereof is tied to purpose, is tied to identity. Just let us make man in our image. You are made in the image of God. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Can God ever be unemployed? Can God ever be homeless? Can God ever be poor? Can God ever be sick? You are made in the image of God, which means what is good for God is good for you. I will say that so that you remember it. You are made in the image of God. Therefore, what is good for God is good for you. Is good for you. And you need to realize that. You need to realize that. There is no glory in being poor. There's no glory in being sickly, diseased, afflicted, suffering. There's no glory. There is no glory in being unemployed. There is no glory 
If they will not open the door for you, make your own path. No, I'm old. No, you're not old. You're not old. You are alive to declare the marvelous works of him who called you out of darkness. You're not old. You are alive to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The excuses you are making are only a reflection of the lack of confidence and awareness in who God has made you. So when I say to you, pray for clarity of purpose. I'm talking about the fire, the energy, the fuel behind a great life, behind a successful life, behind a worthy life. That is purpose. That is purpose. And you will develop the discipline to see through. Was it not you who said you wanted to be a doctor? Why are you not seeing it through? Why have you not seen it through? Why have you settled? What is the thing that is making you to settle? Why? Maybe you've lost purpose. Do you know when men lose a purpose, a reason for living, they want to kill themselves. Because without purpose, there's no use living. Without purpose, you are a dead man walking. Yes. You must come to the realization that nobody owes you anything and if you want your life to be a reflection of your internal dreams and desires and what God has wished and desired for your life then you must roll up your sleeves look within yourself and ask yourself what is my fuel what is my drive what is the thing that energizes the sparks of fire within me otherwise you are dead you are dead you are dead and you must get to the point where you yourself you yourself are the reason for living the problem is that we have created crutches for purposes. So you wake up, you leave, you leave for your husband, you leave, you leave for your child, you leave for your wife, you leave for your mother, you leave for yourself. And for what God has brought you here on earth to become. So when you want to start that business, it's for yourself. When you want to venture out into a new career, it's for yourself. It's for yourself. You are, you are the reference point for everything that happens in your life. Do unto others as you would them do unto you. You are the reference point. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thou loveth thyself. You are the reference point. If you don't love yourself, how will you love me? If you don't value yourself, how will you value me? So stop making the excuse that you're living for your child, you're living. No, live for yourself and for what God has designed you to do. You wake up every single day with stress, with depression. You are worried day in, day out. How am I going to do this? How am I going to pay this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? You are despondent.
What my children, what are you going to eat? What are you going to wear? You are using your child, your husband, outside things as an excuse for why you don't love yourself. For why you don't value yourself. Fine, they hurt you. Fine, you are not giving the opportunity. Fine, this happened. Fine, this. But there must come a point in your life where you say enough is enough. The buck stops here and it stops with me. And I will chart a cause for my life that when I look back at the end of my life, I will be proud of. Are you proud of your life today? If you're not proud you, and you are still alive, you can make the necessary changes. Find purpose. Find purpose. Find your reason. Find it. And you realize that you will not need to be poor. You will not need to suffer. You will not need to be at the mercy of others. You are limping through life. When God had intended that you saw through life. And you are blaming this. You are blaming that. You are bl- Stop it. Stop it. The answers are with you. The answers are with you. They are with nobody else. They are with you. They are inside you. You can become that image you have of yourself. That image you've had of yourself. You can become it. Because you are made in the image of God. You are made in the image of God. And it is your purpose to have dominion. Dominion over your affairs. Dominion over your life. Dominion over the elements. Dominion over this world. Who is he that overcomes this world? But he that believes. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. If you don't, nobody else will. And you may never live the life of your dreams. And nobody and nothing should tell you for one second that you are not deserving and you are not worthy of living the life of being the person that you intended out to be, that you dreamed to be, that you hoped to be, yes, that you prayed to be. This life is not a philosophical life. This life, my brother, my sister, is a practical life. It's a practical life. And purpose is what makes you practice this life. With fluidity and effectiveness, you are made in the image of God. What is good for God is good for you. Yes. Yes, believe it, embrace it, and you will see how easy and how fast you'll come out of that rut, come out of that pit, come out of that prison. Many of you, you don't have self-esteem. You don't have self-confidence. You can't stand before man, can't stand before others, can't stand proudly. And if you don't have self-esteem, self-confidence, you have nothing in life. You have nothing in life. Yet the image of God that you were created by is what informs you that you are worthy of confidence and value. Child, know thyself and thou shalt conquer this world. Know thyself. Know thyself. 
you are much more capable and you are capable of much more than you thought yourself to be find your purpose sana kosha prahada and i pray god gives you an awakening that you may redeem your own time yes yes there is no use how many times have you sat there on your bed sat there on your couch wallowing despondent feeling defeated and what has it changed it will change nothing find purpose get up and conquer your life conquer your life god would not have given you dominion if he didn't know that there would be challenges ahead that is what dominion is for and life is a very cruel habitation by design it is very hard and for you to be truly happy in life you need to be learn to become a master at dealing with hard things and doing hard things it's hard starting a business it's very hard knocking on doors very hard sending out cvs it's very hard embarrassing going to ask for jobs it's embarrassing it's hard raising a family it's hard getting married it's hard but that's why you are given dominion so that you conquer you have children five years six years you know working start a trade start a trade start a trade and many of you young people should learn should learn from the lives of of your elders your elder women who are now widows and who are left with children and burden to take care of learn because one day you will be there and you may have to face life without your husband you may have to face life Start a trade. Find a trade. Purpose, purpose, purpose. Is what will will make you take poverty by the throat and drive it 6 feet under the ground. Is purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must work the ground. You must till the ground. You must work the ground. You must till the ground. That is figurative communication. When you study Genesis you are seeing and looking into the intention of God the purpose of God for man's design 
He was not born to live in a closet and pray. No, he was born to walk, born to conquer, born to have dominion in his world. All those other things were there as aids to his purpose. I'm talking to you, my brother and my sister. Know thyself. Find thy purpose. And overcome your giants. Every one of us have giants. Every one of us have mountains that we must climb over. Every one of us, every single one of us. But the one who rejoices, the one with the victory, is the one who overcomes. There is no victory without overcoming. There is no victory without overcoming. Let us lift up our hands and bless God and thank God for His Word today and ask the Holy Spirit to help us, help us imbibe this Word and allow this Word to have the impact that necessitates changes. Holy Spirit, I pray this message be a light to someone. I pray it be a light, a light, a transforming light. That this message will serve as the turning point in the trajectory of someone's life this evening. For man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Well, we continue tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your evening and your fast tomorrow. See you guys tomorrow. God bless you. Good night.